babies. Hello. Hello, Richard. How you feeling? Feeling better than you did yesterday. Ooh, that, was, that was bad. <laughs> this is what Bill's going to look like today. I hope so. <laughs> That's the most banged up I've ever seen you in a long, long time. It was, it was I don't know what happened. I, I mean, I had a lot of beers, but yeah, it wasn't like insane. <laughs> yeah. I felt so terrible. <laughs> you, you look terrible. Hey, Bill. Hey guys, how are you? Hey Bill. Fine. Um, it worked out okay because, like, I did get into that little bit of a like the hangover buzz haze in the morning that you get on those mm-hmm. type of days. So when we did the podcast with uh, Back Porch Media Podcast, there, I was in a little bit of that daze. But towards the end, when I had to leave, I had completely checked out. My brain had stopped working. <laughs> <laughs> I time traveled after that whole uh, interview. That was two hours, dude. You guys went forever. I like. Yeah. I couldn't. <laughs> I couldn't hold on two hours. Yeah. I couldn't hold on for the whole time. I had to take care of my freaking kid. I think I finished at like eleven fifty ish, something like that. It's yeah. Usually, when I finish with your mother. Ooh. Ooh. Mm. How you doing, Bill? Doing good. Doing good. A little hurting today, but you know, the on course with a four day weekend. It is Sunday. It is Sunday. Yeah, early Sunday too. Hey, you made the call, producer Bill. Hey, I like these early Sunday shows, especially on a beautiful day like this. Gives us the rest of the day. Yeah, now, you, know you, much, you know how much pavement he can walk on the rest of the day? <laughs> he's going to go check on his trap hose uh, <laughs> and right. get, his, get his steps in. Yeah. <laughs> you have a preferred sneaker, Bill, or do you still rock? I feel like you're a big, like, I don't you see Bill wearing, like, Vans? Like, some no. kind of snater, skater New sneaker? New Balance or those uh, therapeutic ones that you need to wear because of the dink toe. <laughs> no. Nikes, the Nike big, guy. Always been a Nike fucking soul. <laughs> yeah, one yeah. of the Velcros, just the hospital oh, Velcros. Yeah. Oh, Velcro yeah. is very underrated. <laughs> very. You don't have to tie your shoes. Like I'm all for it. If they came out with a nice looking Velcro shoe, I may, I may entertain buying one of those. I'd like to ask if that's a required um, attire at your job, but I know we're not allowed to talk about that, so we'll just leave that as Vel- is. Velcro. Yeah, never mind. We won't get into it because I know we're not supposed to. But in the summer, boat shoes. Always rock the Sperry's. <sighs> cool. Welcome to Simmon Sports <laughs> Show. Monday headlines, June 14th. It's flag day. So, Oh, why is Bill here? Oh, it's also the Queen's birthday. Didn't know that, Bill. Happy birthday. That's <laughs> what it says on my, uh, on my calendar here. So welcome to the show. <laughs> That's what why is, he has a that's why he has a four day weekend. Queen's birthday, AU except Australia. Q L D slash W A. Queensland. <laughs> the bigger part, it's flag day. It's flag day, yeah. Do we know what flag day is? It's the yeah, United you, States holiday. We just we just re, uh, respect, respect the flag. We respect the flag. I think so, yeah. Yeah. How many people are burning flags today? I was just gonna ask that same question. <laughs> a lot. There's a so lot of many. people burning flags today. There's, yeah. there's got to be. Yeah, I'm not a big. Like, tum- we we don't do yeah. politics on this show, but I I don't not and I'm not a big like anti this anti that. I think burning the flags is one of the worst things you can do. Like, mm-hmm. dude, that's just pissing on the fucking everything that a lot of people have fought for. Yep. That's pretty way, bad. Way worse than kneeling. 
That's for sure. Way worse than kneeling. Oh, way worse yeah. than kneeling. <laughs> yeah. Imagine, like, imagine the next NFL game, they're kneeling, they, they bring that big flag out, and someone just lights that fucker on fire. That would be that would be something. You'd, that would be that'd big news. Oh, Take yeah. no you, ever, you ever see that video? I think it was like Oakland Ace. Some guy ran on the field. It was like the seven. Tried to burn it. Yeah. Tried to burn the flag, and the yeah. fucking, I forget who it was, ripped it out of his hands and started running off the field. So he's like, yeah, you know, burn flag in my field, motherfucker. Yeah, that doesn't fly. Well, uh, anyway, we're not, we're not burning flags here. We're not doing anything, anything that we're just drinking and talking sports. So uh, and per usual, uh, Ray, I know um, yesterday was a big day for you. We again, we did the podcast with Beck, uh, Back Porch podcast, talked some Boston movies, and that was at 10 o'clock in the morning. Ray was drinking his favorite white birch beer. Why don't you tell him about the experience? 10 a.m. Ooh, that's so I started off small with the Trulies just to get, you know, the blood flowing in my body. And then first mistake. Uh, one of their big things is they crack open a beer and which I didn't know they shared the beer. Yeah, that was that was a little wait. Poop. What? Whoa, yeah. whoa, 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 whoa. Oh, yeah, they so shared these guys it. are sitting together sharing a beer. They split it. They put it in a new glass and split it. Yeah. So they were drinking a beer and they're trying to get uh, a New England beer, but instead they just got a New England IPA. So I said, hey, I'll one up you boys. I'm drinking something a lot more interesting. 11% from White Birds Brewing. Cracked that open and I just began to time travel. <laughs> Before I knew it, the show was over and I was at a baseball field watching my son play baseball. I was like, what is going on right now? There you go. Uh, it's only the good stuff down at White Birds Brewing in National New Hampshire. Ray address, please. 460 Amherst Street. Get down to the, uh, you got. Uh, of course, we talk about it every show. They got a beautiful setup down there. Bill's a local celebrity when, when you know, he graces his presence uh, when he brings the promenade through, through the uh, city of Nashua. Uh, head on down to the tap room. Get yourself a flight, a pint, a uh, seat in the stores. Pick it up. Wherever you get it, tell them the Simple Minds boys sent you white birch brewing. And don't um, worry, it's in the good part of Nashua, so you don't have to worry about getting shot. Yeah, it's on the other side of Amherst Street. I actually <laughs> yeah. had a conversation with somebody this weekend about it, and they're like, oh, Amherst Street. Like, don't worry, it's on the no, it's other on the good side. side. It's, it's on the good side. It's on the good side. on the good side. Trust us with it's that. It's on the Amherst side. There's, yeah. two, there's two or three uh, blocks of Nashua that are okay to be in. This is this is in one of them, so yep. just go check it out. Um, so uh, this is an early Sunday morning show. Uh, I'm not as hungover as I was on Saturday, but I'm still feeling the effects. So this email uh, just came right off the top of my head, like Bill style, a little bit of research, not a lot, just fired it off. We can start wherever you want. Here's the subjects. I'll let uh, producer, producer Ray walk us through the subjects and we'll go from there. You got UFC 263. You got the Bruins exit interviews. The Red Sox need the sticky Patriots notes. Kemba Walker wants out or a soccer minute. You can't start with soccer. Damn it. <laughs> Let's go Bruins exit interviews. Bruins that was, exit that was interviews. very, very interesting. Dude, I, I love the uh, the hockey exit interviews. You get so much juicy shit out of it. The first one being Tuka Rask. Uh, yeah, his hip didn't work. He had a torn <laughs> leg room in his hip. He couldn't walk for parts of the year because his back blew out. Yeah, you know he where was, he tore it? I'm not done. I, he was supposed to get surgery on it in the <laughs> middle of the season, and then his back blew out. So he decided not to get surgery on his busted hip because his back blew out. Like, And this is the guy that you said was okay to play game six, Brooks Cassidy, Don Sweeney, Cam Neely, whoever made that decision. What a fucking mistake. Fun fact, he, he tore it game one in the bubble last year, and then he yep. – so that there's probably another reason why, you know, he bailed out of the bubble last year. So it's a little question, you know, a question. It's questionable why you're even bother playing him. You know, I mean, you look at, you played 11 games in 27 days. The most games he played in a row in the regular season was three. 
So, I mean, it obviously caught up to them. They probably should have thought about working in some Swayman, especially in the mid mid season, mid uh, Islander series. I mean, if, if this was a question, I get it. He shouldn't have played game six, but I mean, if you had mixed in Swayman, gave him a little bit more rest, maybe in game, you know, four or five, give him some rest, you know, it's going to, it's a grind. The Stanley Cup players are, a grind and obviously like you couldn't count on them. So yeah, it's a big question why you bothered playing them game six. Ray, this is a look, I know that you guys are not on the Bruce Cassidy as a hot seat, but this is a real indictment. This is a gigantic indictment on them. And I, I don't think I'm making that big of a deal out of it. Bill, you just said it. Like you know you got a guy that's been injured for over a year. He has a track record of not being able to take on a, a big workload. He did it in 2019, but that was to our surprise. There was talk going into that playoffs of splitting time with Halak because he was playing so well that year and Tuka played out of his mind until the game seven that they needed him. And then in this Islanders series, he played pretty good in games one and two. Then he got two days off and he was phenomenal in game three. And then it was a deterioration from there. And for them not to make a call in one of game four, game five, or game six to bring in the kid when you know this guy's dealing with what he's dealing with, right? That, that's a that's a indictment. That's a not, I won't go as far as fireable offense, but it's pretty close. How did you not do it midseason when you saw Swayman in action, saw how he was on a roll, not just go to Tuca and be like, listen, you got a, a nagging injury here. Why don't you go get that taken care of this right now? Like, I don't understand. So it's the front office, not only is Bruce Cassidy on Rich's hot seat, but the front office has to be looked at too and being like, why are you guys making this decision? Let this guy stay out there. Swayman looked great. A lot got COVID. I mean, you could have brought uh, Vladar back up and had him as your backup goalie for a little bit. But I mean, you had people that could step in for Tuca and he could have got this addressed. And I think Swayman should have played the whole playoffs. Then if that was the, the factor, you're not at hundred percent, you shouldn't be in there. Yeah. I, I, uh, the first question comes is why um, first of all, Tuca came off very likable in this interview. Like he owned all of it. He owned his uh, shortcomings, you know, his um, line. You, know, you ask I, Bill that question. What you question? Want, did, did Tuca you, come off likable? I mean, no. <laughs> <laughs> i fucking hate this guy <laughs> i fucking hate this guy i get That's, it like it's all, it's another thing you know I'll, can uh, i counter uh, Ray? yeah just real, real quick. quick a torn a torn labrum is not you know pooping your pants and especially a butterfly goalie game. you're a butterfly but goalie it, you need your hips to fucking move around like what the fuck an, it's another notch on the belt of something going wrong with tukaresk when you needed them. But again, I just, I put a lot more emphasis on the coaching staff and the uh, front office, letting this guy call his shot when uh, he shouldn't have been able to, uh, you know, I give credit to you credit for trying to play through it. You bitched out of the bubble. He probably didn't want that backlash again, tried to play through it. Good for you. Every athlete should try and do that. It's the job of the coach and the management to say, no, you're not right. We got to sit you. Sorry. Yeah. And the thing about Rast too, is like, I give, I'll give him a little credit for kind of gutting it through. I, I mentioned that. And then you never heard about the labrum. It was, we all thought it was the back, yep. you know, that we all thought it was the back. And then, you know, it well, came it, out the it, day it became after the back. It became oh, the back yeah, after he, he was he favoring the hip. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, we thought the injury moving forward from April was the back injury. And this is what was kind of, you know, causing him in the injuries in the playoffs. But the reason I could see him not turning it over to Swayman yet is because like, dude, it's 10 games. You know what I mean? You, you know, you haven't gave him enough time to really go through, especially the grind of starting an NHL playoffs. You know I mean? that You're going to, if he starts faltering, you know, that's a lot of faith. And Vladar doesn't look ready. He's played five NHL games, including that eight to one shellacking by Washington. Yeah, I, and, and even Halak was coming out. So it's hard to say like they needed the help. If you think about it, you were on your fourth goalie in Swayman for the year. Like you were relying on, on Rask get back. And I mean, he, he looked healthy, 
up until the Islander series because that Washington series, he was money. Yeah, I don't agree with that. I mean, he was money, and I don't, I don't disagree with them playing them. But you could, everybody could see it going downhill. And Swayman was a rookie, sure, but he was excellent. And rookies have been very successful in the. You lost to a rookie essentially in 2019. A rookie goalie played out of his mind. It happens all the time. Um, and and if you were worried about burning the kid, you got Halak there. And I know that he hasn't. He's not been the same, and he and he didn't look good in the. Lightning series, and he had Cove and everything else, but he's a veteran. He could have walked in there and got and played a game or two for you in that series if you didn't want to burn the kid and ruin his confidence moving forward. So, um, look, the the no, there's no excuse. The way he played in Game Five and Game Six, eight goals on 16 shots or whatever. No, yeah, they were outscored 15 no. to seven when Carlo went down. Absolutely, to seven zero excuse. I mean, I put the in-game stuff on the defense before Tuca. I've done that on each of those games, but now knowing what we know, no, ex- absolutely zero excuse for Cassidy and Sweeney there. Nope, none. You get no leeway from me. Um, the other le- non-leeway thing that may happen, that's my prediction is going to happen, is in these interviews, Tuka Rask and Krejci, the two guys that I think should be uh, just gone. gone. Let's move forward. Let's move on. Both of them essentially said, Tuka outright said, I'm not playing for anybody but the Bruins. Krejci alluded to it. Both of them said, we can go play in our home countries, Krejci and the Czech Republic. And, um, uh, yeah, Tuka owns a team in Tuka Finland. Tuka owns a He's team a, in yeah. Finland. He's like, I do own a team. I could go play for that. I have, I thought he was very funny and likable in this, in this I, interview. I, I hate Tuka Rasp, but like some of, yeah, some of he his doesn't interviews fucking okay. care. He doesn't care. And that's what, like, it's just so weird. I don't know. He's like, they're I, not I throwing know. eggs at me in the grocery store. That, that would suck. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, I would. Too, maybe we should. Maybe you'd play better. But he's anyway, a point typical is, hockey player. Yeah, a typical goalie, just fucking yeah. weird. Um, my point is, it sounds like these guys want to come back for really short money and play with the Bruins. Tuca wouldn't be ready to play until January or February, um, and Krejci will probably come back at whatever vet minimum you want to give them. And I bet they do it. I bet they do it. The Bruins. I'm talking about Don now. Sweeney should be fired if they bring Tuca Ras back. I mean, now well, sw- get ready because it's going to happen again. You go out and get another veteran. Get it you know, to, can we get a Don Sweeney tattoo uh, quest? One butt cheek, Tuka. Don Sweeney. Just, no. <laughs> no, you just saw what happened when you're, you're going to try to run it back. You just saw what happened. You got demolished in the, in six games by, by the Islanders. No, you need to get younger. You can't have, you can't have your top two centermen being 36 years old entering the season next year that's you got to get younger you know ray you mentioned it you're the 10th oldest team in the league you know you just saw what happened you just got rid of chara and another old veteran and you're still 10th in the league you got to get younger and bringing crazy back is not a way to get younger you know explore the trade market we talked about jack eichel but there's other options out there mitch marner's available out there in toronto you know that's a big rumor out there uh you know, Tazarenko, Tazarenko, whatever, and uh, St. Louis is available. I know he's a little bit older. I think he's like 32, but he's yeah. still a prime two-way center. And if you want to try to replace Krejci, those should be some trade targets that you should get and you'd get rid of Krejci. I mean – But what if Taylor Hall wants to play with Krejci and that's the reason why the Bruins bring him back? He's that, coming back no matter what. I'm just saying, what if that's one of the perks of him coming back is that he wants to play with Krejci still then because let him such walk. a good rapport? No, then let him walk. Taylor Hall is not a player that's dictating who's on this fucking team. He's not Brad Marshawn. He's not David. Even David Pasnack's coming up on a big deal. Yeah, you're going to give him that leeway. You're not going to give a leeway to a guy who played 16 games in the regular season and disappeared in the playoffs. Absolutely not. And if he's going in demanding those, that, that shit, bye-bye. Yeah, I kind of agree with Bill on that. But I, I also agree that Taylor Hall's coming back, who, again, he said he said this multiple times in his exit interview, said the same thing. Um, outright said, 
you know, I'm not in a position to maximize my dollars at this point. I need a good fit. I want to be where I want to be. He said him and his wife or his girlfriend, wherever he has, they're going to stick around New England for three or four weeks. They love it here. He he painted a picture to say, sign me. I'll, I'll fucking play for whatever you give me, essentially. Honestly, every one of these guys that did it, it was four hours of a Zoom session interview. Every single one of them said, I'm coming back if they want me. Essentially, Mike Riley said, we already got a deal in place. So they're running it back. <laughs> they're running it back, too, because the big question. Hill's not, biggest nightmare. <laughs> and honestly, it might be the worst case scenario because they don't even have to sign them until they could sign them midseason. They could keep that cap space open and and come back in January and February and say, hey, if the kid doesn't look that good, Tuki, you ready to go? And then, boom, you're right back in the same position. I don't. I would be very surprised if you if you don't see Krejci into Goreski in this team next year. Not saying that's a good move, but I think that's what they're going to do. Oh, Honestly, please, I really do. Please, just please don't. I'm okay if they bring Riley back. Yes, I'm okay. You need him, but I'd rather him be a third pairing defenseman. Taylor Hall. Yeah, I'm okay. Three or four years. You know, I'll take him a shorter deal if he. I'll I'll give him more money if he takes a shorter deal. So if he's like three for twenty one, I'm okay with that. If you're going four, yeah, maybe six, six and a half. You know, he already said he's made a lot of money in the league. So, yeah, you might be able to get him right around that six mark, which would be huge. You've seen Don Sweeney kind of pull those deals off before. Marshawn, Pasnak, Bergeron all got cheaper deals. I mean, Brad Marshawn's got the best contract in the NHL right now. And he's yeah, making like six I think you're going to see less so. what I, from what I'm hearing. I mean, it's which would be great. Kind of uh, snipping contiers at this point, but like I think he's born the five to five and a half, which oh, isn't God, that in, would be even it's better. not insignificant in hockey because you can go get a fourth liner for a million. Um, but yeah, I from what I'm the hockey guys on the radio from and I'm hearing is like five, five and a half for three years. That's That'd be awesome. That's kind and of you can get like. a guy like Paul Statsy, another good two way uh, centerman that you could plug right in on that second line and play with him. You know, you it basically just replaced Krejci's production, and he's a younger player too. He's one of the best centermen that's available right now. Yeah, I, I go get. I, we talked about it on the. Uh, Friday show I think a young centerman is what you need and if he doesn't slot right into the to that second line for me that's okay I, I need upside there and I know that this is not a good player to bring up but you're paying this guy six or five and a half million dollars for four more years five more years I, I think you need to give Coyle an opportunity with good talent to see if he can turn into something I, you know, he's been an okay producer for you in the playoffs this season no I get that but in 19 he was he good. was a minus eight but in 19, in he was great with Johansson. Yeah. They were awesome. They were, I mean, they, they were yep. probably your probably your best line at times. So I give him the second line. I let Krejci walk and give Coyle the second line and see if you can get a young centerman to kind of start moving up in, in the rest. But You have to. If you look at the point scored on that, I think in that series they had like one point. And then the one point out of the third line, one point out, or zero points out of the fourth line, and then the first line, 36 points in the postseason. They outscored all three other lines combined. <laughs> you had 19 points total out of, that, out of that second team. And, I mean – Oh, that second line, you gotta, you gotta add, and uh. you gotta do something, right? Uh, <clears throat> now we're gonna try and do a little bit of soccer here. Maybe we'll see if we have time for it. Here's something mm -hmm. you'll never see in a soccer press conference: these lists of injuries that the hockey players play with, and they come out after. Like the most famous one, I think, is the playoff run where Bergeron played with like a, a severed lung or whatever the fuck it was. Yeah, punctured he, he, lung. In he ruptured, a couple he broke ribs. his rib. That uh, yeah, he was the punctured as well. Yeah. That just made it. Oh, you want to talk but about this a year, meltdown? Hold on. I mean, God, just go to Game Seven. You might not have had him, but Jesus Christ, two goals in thirteen seconds. I fucking hate Tuka. I hate him. I 
hate him. I hate him. I hate him. But even this one, uh, Lozon, for as much shit we gave him, he was playing with a splint on his wrist because they had no defenseman. He had to play. Yeah, uh, he broke his hand, right? Yeah, Gris- yeah, Grizzlick was hurt earlier in the season. He was playing with a bad knee or a hip. You, like, all these guys come out and like, yeah, we broke something. We're playing on something broken. And it's like, you go to the NBA, Rob Williams sits out 10 games with turf toe. Turf toe. Like, <laughs> fucking A, man. Like Turf tip. Yeah, don't be surprised. Like they were mentioning on the radio too. This might be something up with uh, Bergeron. You might see something later on. I mean, he didn't look, you know, too too healthy later on in that series too. His you press know, he, conference he was, was the only one that was depressing too, because he said he's going year by year now. He's not giving the full like, yeah, I'm coming back full force for the. He's next- 35. He's had a, you know a history of bad concussions. You know, I mean, he's. Well, that's what I'm saying. He's one of those guys that, for him. Yeah, he's playing the he's, back nine. He's one of those guys too. Like you need to start addressing the center position now. You need to because Beecher's <laughs> not ready. Sanika showed he's not ready. There's nothing. There is absolutely positively nothing after Bergeron. And if you lose this guy in the next year or two, your team's Forked. in bad shape, I real go. bad shape. Uh, to Ray's point, though, Bergeron is a guy that should have influence on uh, the team. And if he wants his if he wants his guys back to say, look, you know, maybe, you know, go get me some younger help on defense and maybe we can make a run here next season. Um, then then maybe you do. Maybe that's one of the things that pushes Krejci and Tuka Rass back. If you have team. Kevin Miller and Brandon Carlo, you think you'd be down as a series no. of healthy ones? No, I think you go seven, though. Kevin Miller is not. A, a, no, nope, nope, I don't. Because your second line disappeared, your second line disappeared in Game Five and Six. They 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 yeah. pushed through, and Tuka Tuka gave up eight goals on sixteen shots. Like oh my you God. fell apart. Yeah. You absolutely fell apart. So uh, no, you have to. If you bring Krejci back, and fucking God forbid you bring Tuka back, you have to go get big and young on defense. And then sure, if you have a shit fourth line and a shit third line, your top two lines should be good enough to to hopefully break through the <laughs> second round. Um, but after that, no, I don't, I don't see them as a Stanley cup team. Just look for 36 year old yeah. Bergeron. I mean, no. even he looks slow at the end, man. Yeah. Cause I, I think you could have beat the Islanders, but you would have got smoked by Tampa. Mm-hmm. Smoked. Okay. Um, where should we go next? Ray Patriots? Red oh, Sox? I, picked, I picked. So now it's Bill's turn. Oh, Bill, where do you want to go? Uh, uh, let's just start at the top. Some UFC. Okay. We'll go UFC 263. He refuses to scroll down. <laughs> 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 this is what's in front of me, so that's what we'll do. Yeah. Uh, how do you pronounce this guy's name who got the middleweight there? Adesanya. Uh, the last uh, style Adesanya. The last style bender. That was the, well, I don't know. You guys are the UFC guys. Nate Diaz had a, had a crazy comeback. I watched some highlights of that. God damn it. If he had another, I don't, that pissed me off. If he had another round, he put a one. No, if he had another 30 seconds. Oh, yeah, he knocked him out. He rocked Edwards in the jaw, and you could see him stumbling back, and he fucking was taunting him and not going forward. If he had went there swinging, he probably would have knocked him out. Does he always get bloodied every time he fights Nate Diaz? Yeah, you got all that scar tissue. Jesus Christ. He was just bleeding nonstop. I'm like, fucking A, man. Every fight I see this guy, and he's just bleeding nonstop. So he lost to uh, Massaval in New York, and they stopped it because he got a cut like that. It's just... He's been beaten so many times. It's just a big ball of scar tissue, and it's just easier to fucking just split it open. It doesn't Every help. It doesn't right help you in a decision, eye. that's for sure. No. He got yeah. he got thoroughly. It was unanimous. Like he, you know, he's um, a big draw though. I love that guy smoking weed at his press conferences. What they like, say? This is the first time. This is the main event at a UFC that wasn't a title fight or something like that. That went five rounds. Yeah. This. Yep. Because there wasn't. Yeah. 
Yeah, yeah there was right before the title fight. Yeah. Big, big uh, who was the? Uh, it was the first. You got a first uh, Mexican-born uh, yeah, title. Yeah, Moderno, Manoro. Forget. That probably would, that threw off all your betting, probably, Bill, huh? No, it did not because they. <laughs> oh yeah, to... what's his bet? Always bet the Russians, never bet the Mexicans. <laughs> no, always bet no, the they... Russians. No, it's, what is it? Always bet the Russians, and if it's not Russian, what is no, it? No, the Brazilians. You Brazilians. always bet Brazilians first because <laughs> they're the baddest fighters in the world. <laughs> That's what and, it is. And then, and you uh, thoroughly admit that you have your uh, record in in that style is not great. No, it's actually really well. I make a lot of money against my other friend Ray. <laughs> it just works. I go, Bill. What's your what's your uh, style on? How do you do this? What's your yeah? They're Brazilian. You bet them. If they're not Brazilian, they're Russian because Russians are crazy. Bet the Russians. <laughs> crazy yeah. motherfuckers. That 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 sounds um, like sound logic to me. But no, uh, that, that that title fight went the for the flyweight. That went they fought to a draw the last fight, so they ran it back and he he lost in the third round. He got him smitten in the third round. And, it's good to see first Mexican UFC champion ever. Good for him. Uh, the, uh, the highlight that stood out for me was the first one I saw from this this morning um, was Paul Craig snapped Jamal Hill's arm, just snapped Whoa. it in half, and then they just kept fighting. <laughs> that was that was insane. <laughs> I mean, I don't, I didn't go back and look and see if he actually broke the bone. It might have been like a dislocated elbow, but when you see – Oh, no, it's broken. Okay, fair. Oh, yeah, but I, you just like he wouldn't stop fighting. Paul, Craig, the Smith guy uh, is, or Craig, Paul Craig is beating the shit out of him as he's got him in the leg lock, <laughs> elbowing him in the face. The ref finally stops the fight, and then the uh, Jamal Hill guy just kind of looks around like, "What the fuck, man? I had it." <laughs> Dude, I fucking love your UFC arm, fighters. sir. Is dangling. I fucking yeah, love he's it. looking at his arm. He's like, "I know this doesn't work, but I had him. I had him." <laughs> Dude, they're bad motherfuckers. They don't give a shit. They break their arms. Who's that? Uh, Thug Rose broke her nose in one of her, one of her last fights and kept fighting. It's like, dude, you got facial injuries. Remember that chick that had that fucking bowl She looked ball? like a Megamind, yeah. The bowl cartoon Megamind, her yeah. face and just yeah. kept fighting. Yeah. Dude, they're I've just never, they're I've different never seen breed of animals. Uh, break. Usually when you get them in that arm bar, Usually you get a tap out. Even if it breaks, usually you get a tap out or the ref stops the fight. Yeah. But that was just watching that thing dangle as he's getting his face beat in. And was like, dude, you're it's over. Come on. <laughs> uh-huh. Dude, they, they, they're just a different breed, man. They're just Nasty. a glutton for punishment. Yeah. And every time they lose, they're like, what the fuck? I had it. Every time, even when they wake up. Yeah. <laughs> what'd you start a fight? Yeah. Uh, you're I- sleeping, dummy. <laughs> <laughs> I had it. Just give me a second. Uh, all right, let's move on to uh, the Red Sox. They need they need that substance back, man. Their last eight starts from their starting pitchers have gone thirty-seven and two-thirds innings. They've given up sixty hits, thirty-five earned runs. They have an eight point three six ERA. None of them have gone to six innings or more. The nerds must be panicking upstairs. Can I toot yet? Toot toot. <laughs> This is dude, 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 you didn't know they were cheating this bad. It doesn't matter. I knew the ceiling would fall out on this overrated pitching staff, and then you're kind of seeing it now. And you're you're facing tougher teams, and you're getting obliterated. You're lucky your offense is is bailing you out. You have 23 come by come from behind wins. You know if they they've lost what they're owing their last 19. We've got losing. 24 come from behind wins with so they, Ooh, I heard, talked yeah. about Big Ray yesterday. He was not happy with Rich's insults about Irene. Hold on, none whatsoever. Ooh, why? Mine? I barely have any. Because he—that's the point. You just come out of left field. He goes, "I don't know where Rich is coming up with these." Just <laughs> boom. 
<laughs> Boom. I met a little girl yesterday named Irene. It was everything I could in my power not to start. <laughs> she was like three years old. We were at this family function with my wife's family. It was like, your name is what? Oh, Jesus. Walk away, little girl. Walk away. <laughs> Yeah, to your uh, point, so though, Bill, on, real, what, what the more? last two games they've won, the offense have had to score six runs in 12. They've had to come from behind. The last one's Friday. Verdugo walked it off. Arroyo, Christian Arroyo, of all people, Big had a three-run three run home run. run. Yep. He was going nuts around the base pass. That was fun to watch. Pavetta's given up five home runs. He gave up five home runs in his last start. He had given up five home runs in 60 innings prior to that. So, uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> Red Sox haven't won a game when they haven't scored over five runs. Ooh, there's a fact for you, Rick. Just put it in the Rolodex for Bill. I swear to God. I mean, that's how, like, if this pitching keeps crumbling right now, you run into good teams with good pitching. Your offense can't hit. Your offense can, can't produce. You're, you're losing every game. You have said, to, yeah, it's we, we said this. We said this. The bats go quiet. This team's fucked because the pitching cannot hold up and it's starting to unravel. It's June. We're almost midway through the uh, season. It's starting to happen. I mean, they're the going to have to address I'll, this in the trade uh, trade deadline. The only thing I'll say about that is the entire league is going to go is going to go through that. I think the whole league. Uh, I am putting a lot of this on the spider attack or the foreign substance or whatever else. I think everybody was doing it basically, and I think that the entire league is going to go. Uh, look at the scores across the league over the last couple of weeks. They're yeah. they're absolutely through the roof. Um, water will reach it level its level here. Get the Garrett Coles of the world will uh, continue to be good on a certain level, uh, especially if they're on the fear boners bills, uh, fantasy team. First um, place. <laughs> but I think your mediocre pitchers are, are certainly going to struggle and it'll all balance itself out. If, if baseball continues to uh, police the, the sticky icky, that being said, Wee. this Red Sox team is in a really good position to take advantage of these pitchers having to adjust because their hitting is so good. So I do expect them to win some slugfests here. Um, and no, this is really a, taking advantage of it. Right June now? is a good month to, uh, to figure it out. Dude, that guy's on fire. Absolutely. Monster. He's, a He's on your team, monster. isn't he? Oh, yeah. God damn it. Fuck <laughs> you, Bill. Uh, Ray, would you like to go Patriots notes or Kemba Walker? Kemba Walker. Kemba Walker wants out, apparently, according to reports, although they've been conflicted. Not yet, Bill. Nah, Rambling nah, Bill. Nah, Jesus nah, Christ. It's nah, no, I'm just waving goodbye. Oh, okay. Fine. Nah, 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 nah. Uh, he was apparently upset that they tried to trade him over the past year. Uh, Danny's been trying to get rid of this guy since he got him, which when I when that first happened, I said, this is a bad move. You can't sign a guy to a max deal and then trade him the next year, which I stand by. I However. Also, year three, gone. <laughs> However, Kemba, <laughs> hey, buddy, they're paying you $36 million. You can't post. You can't show up. You haven't done what you're supposed to do. And can't now you're sad that they're trying to get rid of you? Like, it's a professional fucking sport, dude. It, it, so my question to you, Ray, was, was Kemba Walker also a part of the problem with the softness of the Celtics team? It's a softness. Yeah, this is in their DNA. It's just a bunch of soft-ass pussies. If I can pussy say soft. That. Yeah, pussy soft. Jesus Christ, man. Uh, yeah, they need to get rid of this guy. I think he's part of the problem. You need to blow this team up. I think the two Jays are the only ones that you bring back and everyone else is available. Jason Tatum, everyone else is available. If you get something back for uh, for Jalen, yeah, talk to me. Talk to me. But it's got to be. I saw a trade. I see, I see I all those little... trade reports. It's stupid. Kemba, Kemba for Dame and like a shit ton of first round picks. You do it. <laughs> Uh, okay, let me. Yeah. Let me, <laughs> does, does put, no. no. <laughs> let me address this, you Celtic fuckbags. You're not getting Damian Lillard for anything less than Jalen Brown and yeah. three first round picks. That's how you're getting one of the best players in the NBA. 
Your guys aren't there. Jason Tatum might be there, but he, he played with the softness of a pussy this, this year. So Duke. he has a lot to earn. Uh, Jalen Brown is not, he's an all-star, but he's not Damian Lillard. Damian Lillard is one of the best players in the NBA. You're not kidding. This sure as shit is not taking Kemba back even. No, no. Way. The no. only, you have to take it, it would be Kemba and uh, Brown because the money's going to work that way because Dame's making like fucking. Well, it's gonna be a three-team trade. It'll be a three-team yeah. trade. Look, no you're what. not. First of all, you're not getting Damian Lillard. Second of all, I don't know if you want Damian Lillard. He's 32. He's a ball-dominant player. 31. He's another, he's another Kemba Walker, but better, obviously. And he's not, not hurt. Look at. Not yet. He's 31. <laughs> that does scare me. Going age. I mean, he's if you look at their or something like he's not. Well, look at their track record, Rich, of guys like Kemba, Kemba Walker burnt out when he hit around his 30 with the knee. Um, Al Horford. At same thing at his age at 30. They all these guys, the older veterans they got are basically flamed out. And then Gordon Hayward, you know, same thing. He's always been hurt. He's been hurt you know, since and, 18. And they all fucking kind of bailed right around then. They've all broke down. They're, they've targeted these aging superstars or whatever you want to call them. And they've all broken down. The only one who didn't was Kyrie Irving. He's a cunt. So well, he's like 28. <laughs> he's not 30 yet. The, uh, uh, the only, here's what I'll say about the Kemba Walker. You, if you want to move from Kemba Walker, and I think you should, because I think you need a DNA switch in this team. And I like Kemba. I think he's a positive guy, but I think you need an asshole or, or just someone different. You're going to get a bad contract in return. The two that are at the top of the list, which I think are the most reasonable in terms of what could happen and what might happen is Christoph Porzingis in Dallas or Al Horford in Oklahoma City. Which I would be okay with both. Now you say, "Oh, Al Horford broke down." He did in the Sixers because that team sucked. But he was putting up numbers in OKC when they benched when they sat him down to tank. He was putting up numbers. They sat him to tank. He wasn't even hurt. They just he said, wasn't hurt. We're just, just trying to get the best stock pot. Yeah, they're trying to get the best uh, draft position as possible. You can get him Fun back crazy. on an expiring deal, so you're not. They got tied like to ten long-term. first round picks coming too. They have like seventeen first round. Picks <laughs> it's, it's it's fucking. What did they get? Four for Chris Paul, right? Yeah, it's kind of insane. They're not going to be. They're going to have to really manage. It'll be interesting what they do with that. Either my way, my my bigger point is don't. Hey, Brad, you're not Danny. Don't bring me back another uh, borderline all star point guard. You went through three of those in five years. I don't need another one of those guys. I need a distributor at point guard, and I need a defender at center or a guy that can shoot. So the if trade, that's Porzingis or Horford, fine for Kemba, fine, and then fill out the roster. But yeah, I'm with you, Ray. They need to switch things up and and, and Carl Anthony blow it up. Towns. Carl Anthony Towns. Oh, the one that I picked on my fucking 10 year fantasy draft, and you guys all laughed at me. Fuck you, Bill. Fair point. He didn't, I mean, he didn't deserve to be on there, but anyways, Carl, <laughs> Carl Anthony Towns could be a target. New ownership, Alex Rodriguez coming in there. Who wants to move the team to Seattle? He could be, but you're not taking Kemba Walker back if you're. No, if you're but Jalen. Jalen Brown, I mean, at least you do that. And you got to think Kemba Walker's only got, what, two years left on his deal. You know, and you you hope mm-hmm. – yeah, so, I mean, you that can make the money work too. And then it just costs you Jalen Brown. I'm okay, I'm okay with that. Now you got a big man to pair with Tatum. Yeah. A, we'll a see. true big man to pair with Tatum. Um, we will see. All right, I'll go with the uh, Patriots notes here. Hightower back on the field. That's good to see. Yep. I was actually kind of putting question marks around that. Uh, I think speaking of Bergeron being a year-to-year guy, I think Hightower is kind of in that mindset right now. I wouldn't but, be surprised if this was it for him. His last year of his deal, too. Yep, he's back. Um, there's still question marks around Gilmore. You guys think he's showing up for minicamp? Yep. Uh, no, I wouldn't have from him. I'm sitting it out. I mean, you're, at, you're seven million bucks. No thanks. You know, pay me. 
You got yeah, the if space. you remember, technically he sat out last year with personal issues uh, that was, well, was contract-related. was a holdout. So yeah. I wouldn't it's, be surprised. It's happened again. I wouldn't be surprised if he does it again. And I and we've talked about this. I think they've saved that money on the cap to pay him. So just work out the deal. But if he's at, you know, if he's being unreasonable about it, if he wants to be the number one paid quarterback in the league at 19 million, or what's what's a uh, what's his face making with the Rams? Like Jalen Ramsey. Isn't he right around 20? Yeah. If yeah, he wants Jalen Ramsey's yeah. money, who's also overpaid, then get the fuck no. out. No, get out of here. No. Sit out all this season with your blown quad and see what contract you get next year. You can't expect that, but I'd give him 14. 14 uh, on a, on a say it's, extension, essentially. They'll hmm. say it's injury-related, too. Yeah. I'd give for him sure. two, for, two for 30. I'd be okay with that this year, next yeah. year, and then with just a, see. With yeah. a bunch up front, and you can get yeah. out it in the second year. Same Garrett, like guarantee it. Guarantee it. Tw- guarantee him 20. Yeah. Um, Raymond, Nikhil Harry is competing for uh, the fourth receiver position with uh, Zubar. Didn't even look up his first name. Forget it from last year. Uh, what is that? Instant reaction. Go. Surprise, surprise. This guy fucking sucks. I told you we should have traded him for a bag of balls. When I saw this, when I was reading through this, I thought it was a fourth spot as a water boy on this fucking team because this guy sucks. Get him off this fucking team. Just release him. Like, it's not going to cost you that much. Just get, out, get him out of here. Yeah, that's bad. I, it might be bad for morale like on the roster. Nikhil Harry. You're can't a first be round bad. draft pick and you're competing for a fourth spot. Are you fucking kidding me? You'll see him done for like a sixth or a seventh. And then we all get the shit on Bill for even harder. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And then he'll go have like some big game and uh, you'll you, you get all the haters come out and yeah. oh, he'll disappear. See, see, told you. Look, I told you it was worth it. Uh, I think we talked about this last show a little bit, but uh, Mac Jones reportedly has not looked great, has a lot to learn, apparently, in the playbook. Um, Cam Newton is expected to be fine, but not practicing. Jared Stidham has said to look uh, has said to look amazing yeah, the, out there. We heard this last year, too. Uh, yeah, do we, yeah. Believe any of this? No. do we believe any of this? I can see Mac Jones not looking good. I mean, that offense is – you've seen veteran quarterbacks struggle with that offense, so that, I think that's why you're going to see him, you know, not start the season as a quarterback because uh, – as a starting quarterback, so yeah, I don't believe I any of it. I mean, yeah, his play is probably fucking terrible, but again, let him learn the playbook. You do have the veteran, so I mean, you can last with Cam probably till week four. So I mean, hopefully by week five, week six, he's kind of learning the playbook. But Stidham, I don't think Stidham's making this fucking team. This is all hype. Maybe they're up trying to up his trade hype. Well, yeah, obviously, I'm trying to boost him up, right? Yeah, that's what I see too. They're just boosting up his, like Bill said, you want to get, you have four quarterbacks on this roster right now. You're not going to have four quarterbacks going into the season. And if you can make Stidham look like a god right now in training camp, then boom, see you later for like a third or a fourth. Yeah. Um, yeah, I think it's all just molded PR propaganda. So when Bill starts cam week one, we are not, uh, yeah. we're not far, not tar and feathering the, uh, the Gillette Gillette Stadium down there because I think Bill's right. I think that's happening. Cam is Cam is your starter this year, unless something drastic happens, like he gets hurt again. We'll yep. see. We'll see. Uh, all right, the soccer minute is back. Uh, there's not a lot going on in the sports world Bullsh- for the next couple months. Oh. Uh, then a guy die. Erickson, uh, yeah, Christian Erickson from Denmark, yeah. And then they just kept playing. So. No, Soccer. he was dead. He was dead on the field. Yeah, they revived him on the they field. Revi- yeah, they revived him on the field. So gave him CPR. Uh, the Euro is probably yeah. one of them. Shut up, Bray. Uh, okay. Then they kept playing. This is my point. <laughs> the guy died. They saved him, took him off the pitch, and then uh, they said, yeah, game on. But did anybody die? 
But did, did you die? But did you did die? You die? No. Technically, yes, but not forever. So that is that that part of the story is kind of going a little bit under the radar. They just kept playing the fucking game. What do you want them to do? Hey, if he died, he dies. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, hey. I'm not understanding your question right really well right now. <laughs> That's soccer tough, man. Fuck your hockey injuries. A guy died in the bitch. We still played. Do they have to kids. play a man down hey. or do they get to sub in there? No, they got the sub they, in there, I think, but they had to wait for the next whistle. <laughs> he, he was a he was faking it, just a sucker, pussy sucker. Was that that one of those unwritten rules we talked about that they got that they give him the ball back as a, as an injury, or they just continue to play? No, he didn't die, so they just continue to play. <laughs> I love that they just drag him off the field and they're playing around his like dead body. <laughs> what the fuck is uh, going both on? teams like surrounded him while they're giving CPR, so the fans couldn't see what the fuck was going on. That is a uh, that's that's newsworthy, even with its soccer. Uh, yeah, and this is the, the European League out there? No it's, no, it's the Euro Cup. So this is like the European... Uh, All right, well, actually, we've ran out of time. We're right at 40 minutes. Uh, Reser in first cunt. place, so good for them. Uh, this has been the Simplified Sports Show. Monday headlines, June 14th. Happy Flag Day. Uh, we'll see you on Tuesday. Bye-bye. Happy Flag Day. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. can't wait for you to be sick the next time you can't make a show it's gonna be all soccer show <laughs> just a spit on both of yours fucking faces the euro cup cool it is cool it's one of the best tournaments other than the world cup wow <laughs> I... <laughs> gotta hate bill i'm really glad a guy died on the pitch that it actually it did make me uh turn on turn on a little bit of the game <laughs> so it takes a death for you to watch soccer the only yeah. reason I knew is because I got the alert on my phone that a guy died. Do you think I watched soccer? No. I turned on the England game this morning for about five minutes. I, I you know, from soccer fans, I don't really want to hear that baseball is boring. Soccer is one of the most uh, unappealing sports to watch on TV that there is. It's all the wide angle from high, and it, there's no, there's nothing special about it. Nothing really big happens for several, several, several minutes at a time, and there's just that like numbing uh, uh, hum from this from this fans. Like just puts you right to sleep, right to sleep. I disagree. It's like soccer, golf, baseball. They're all right there. No baseball. Nice nap time. Baseball, golf, soccer. Oh, I love me a good nap. <laughs>